You're listening to the Today's Conveyancer podcast, the leading source of information for residential property lawyers in England and Wales. Don't forget to subscribe and sign up to our free newsletter at todaysconveyancer.co.uk. You can also follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Hello, welcome along to the latest Today's Conveyancer podcast. It's a special edition today. We're talking about the Landmark Property Trends Report for quarter three of 2023. It's a special edition recording. It's quite a short podcast today. And I've got, as ever with me, Rob Gurney, Managing Director of Ocrasoft and Ben Robinson, Managing Director of Landmark Estate Agency Services with me. Please do it. Hello. We were just joking before we started the recording. There's not a huge amount to say about the quarter three report because it paints a bit of a bleak picture. Uh, But let's go from uh, start to finish. So we remember that the report talks about demand from a, a listings point of view. It talks about the way the transaction progresses through sold subjects contract search is ordered and then completions. Ben, in the first instance, can you give us some of the headline information about what that first part of the transaction looks like in this report? Yeah, I certainly can, David. And uh, perhaps then uh, we start on a positive because actually supplies come back. And what I mean by that is if we look at the couple of years following the COVID lockdown, it really, really was a tight market in terms of supply there wasn't enough of it and there was plenty of buyers so it was a seller's market now what we've seen is that shift entirely it's on its head as quick as probably we've ever seen it and uh, now we have an uh, an overabundance of supply in comparison demand so listings are actually up on the last couple of years and uh, sort of leveling around a normal year so when we you look at the year we compare back to 2019 they're just slightly up um, on that year so there is quite a lot of stock available. Obviously, it's a slightly different picture when we look at how many people are looking to buy that stock. Yeah, and that's where the issue really arises because the report indicates that we're about 35% down on most of those measures uh, by comparison to 2019, which, as you say, is the last year that we can perhaps make a, a normal comparison. Rob, what's happening around sold subjects, contract, searches, order, and then completion? Um, yeah, it's, it is a pretty bleak picture when you look at our comparable year of, of 2019. When you look at the, the yearly um, increases and decreases, it's even more stark because um, 2020, obviously the, the, the COVID year, remember the bounce back after the property market reopened, instruction levels for lawyers which is the sold subject to contract statistic that we utilise. In 2020, it was 33% above the 2019 average. We're currently running um, in this current quarter or the quarter we're looking at for the purposes of this podcast, 36% down in terms of uh, new instructions. And as you say, a sort of 35% down in comparison to 2019's completions for, for that quarter as well. So it is a, a very, very significant drop off in both instructions and completion levels. I suppose the, the most concerning is the, the instruction levels, the, um, the the sold subject to contracts being so far down in this quarter. Often you get sort of a, a September, October um, sort of bounce, late summer bounce back, and then it drops off as we head towards Christmas. Unfortunately, that's not happening this year, and that's the significant change. The actual transaction numbers are much lower, but also, you know, that drop off from a a higher 
level um, in previous years just isn't there at the moment. It doesn't sort of uh, paint a very nice picture in terms of, you know, forecasting completions for throughout the rest of 23. It does look like, you know, it's going to be a, a very tough winter for, for completion numbers. And I mean, anecdotally, I've certainly started to hear that there are redundancies being made at some firms, which is very sad to hear. But at the same time, I think it's a it paints the picture of the reality of the situation because we can't go a swing of 35% higher to a swing of 35% lower and have the same number of staff knocking around. I think that's the big issue, David, is um, the, the industry is very um, capable of, of, of dealing with um, spikes and troughs. You know, that's sort of bread and butter. It's it's a seasonal business and also the industry is used to dealing with um, issues as they arise. But to be so significantly down for a sustained period of time, yeah, that's that's what makes it unsustainable. We'll come on to hopefully some positive news as demand seems to be moving in the right direction. But I just wanted to pick up on what you said there about seasonality, because it's the first year in the in a few years where we have started to see seasonality return. You know, that slump after Christmas, that lift up again in April, May time. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, obviously, um, we, we sort of compare all of our statistics against what we said was the, the no last normal year, which is 2019. Of course, COVID happened in 2020. In 21, we had the the craziness of the, the stamp duty uh, holiday periods and the, the spikes that were achieved there. Um, and then last year, obviously, with the the chaos that, that happened um, off the back of the mini budget. So you're right, there hasn't been sort of uh, any kind of normality um, since 2019. Certainly this year is abnormal as well in terms of transaction numbers, but uh, we are seeing seasonality, albeit at a much more subdued level. So what does that mean, Ben, for 2024? Because it sounds like we're almost writing off 2023, but <laughs> there's some green shoots. I mean, I certainly hope so. I think if you look at the macroeconomic level, things are starting to settle, uh, touch wood. So uh, inflation seems to be more under control or certainly ahead of where we thought it would be. I think the last interest rate change the expectation was that it would go up slightly and it didn't. It remained flat and banks are now betting that, that longer term that's going to stay pretty stable. So they're competing and rates coming down. So that's what drives demand ultimately the market needs balance so that people can understand can they afford to move or and also they don't put off the decision thinking if things change will i be better off waiting so all of that you would have thought would help drive demand into next year if you look at supply being good it does mean that people have an intention to move because if people put the property on the market there's an intention to move obviously people talk about the three d's and perhaps we've mentioned internally that the two d's because repossession isn't a, a huge thing at the moment certainly with banks told to support those going through a cost of living crisis but other than that people putting the house in the market intention to move people will still want to move it's having the ability and confidence to do so and you need market stability and the understanding of affordability for that i think over the year we've got to accept there's been price corrections and property price then will come into balance with what people can afford but as we saw with the mini budget last year there is often a mindset of let's wait till after christmas if it gets too close and perhaps that's why we didn't see the post summer bounce with you know these things sort of the stability not coming in until just too late in the year for people to make that decision so perhaps now people are waiting and what waiting means is you'll probably see more 
house price reductions for those that are already on the market because they want to get sold and perhaps going into new year we'll find that that balance and that seasonality return going into spring but it does look like that we'll have to wait in to that point to see now uh, given that we're coming towards the end of the year and and, and past any probably any hope of a post-summer bounce now again towards November. I guess the other silver lining to this, if we're looking for a positive spin on some of these numbers, is that caseloads are probably down for most conveyances. Therefore, there's an opportunity here to look at the wider business, look at the opportunity for collaboration, look at the opportunity that technology presents uh, and look at some of the innovation that's happening in this space to improve those transaction times that we know have obviously extended over the last few years. Yeah, I think there's something to be said there, David. I mean, it's quite hard to sort of paint a, a positive picture when we're talking about, you know, the, such subdued transaction numbers. But uh, you're quite right, you know, the caseloads ought to be as manageable as they've ever been for convincing law firms right now. And so therefore you would expect that service issues that can sometimes form you know, during busy periods to, to not be there at the moment. So if service is good, if transaction numbers um, are manageable, then you would expect efficiency and, and perhaps you know, delays to be minimal as well. And yeah, it might give uh, lawyers and in fact, all of the stakeholders in the industry time to sort of come together and, and sort of, you know, that that collaboration is key uh, phrase um, is, is, is a good one here, isn't it? Because estate agents and lawyers are often seen, aren't they, as, as adversaries. And, you know, that's that perhaps now is, is the perfect opportunity for the industry to sort of come together, collaborate. And, and work out how best to deal with these transactions um, in their current sort of you know, rarefied state. Uh, just to reiterate, Rob, really, it's unprecedented time. So uh, everybody should look to collaborate because ultimately in a market that's down, what can you do? You can obviously try and take more shit. But the other side is look at getting more from what's already going through. And we know everybody in this industry, almost everybody is paid when it completes. So it's in everybody's interest to make that happen as efficiently as possible. Brilliant. Well, I think we've probably painted as positive a picture on this as we possibly can, albeit accepting that the market is what it is, subdued but stable, according to the comments that, from your CEO that have been published in today's conveyancer. Thank you very much indeed for your insight as ever, chaps. It's only a short podcast recording today, so hopefully this has been helpful. The Today's Conveyancer podcast is available on your preferred podcast provider. It's also available on todaysconveyancer.co.uk. Thank you to Rob. Thank you to Ben. Thank you as ever for listening, and we'll see you again soon. You're listening to the Today's Conveyancer podcast, the leading source of information for residential property lawyers in England and Wales. Don't forget to subscribe and sign up to our free newsletter at todaysconveyancer.co.uk. You can also follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter.